Jazz rendition this Sexy week. Sexy siren, sensual yeah. siren. Um, I love to scream. That's to what scream? you should know about me. That was screaming. That was how I scream. Wow. Actually, uh, no, that's not true because I went uh, to the Halloween thing with you. Halloween. I didn't say, I didn't scream a peep. <gasps> I didn't scream one peep. I was brave. It was brave, look, unlike your ass. Look, look, listen, this, this is Joel when there was a gust of wind at uh, Hollywood Horror, Halloween Horror Night. So, whoosh, <laughs> that is not true. You were screaming. Come I was on. never screaming. You were screaming. I was never screaming. I, I don't want to start this episode. I want to fight. But I'll have you know that while y'all were shaking like leaves, I was a big, big, strong boy. I'm not saying I was brave. I'm just saying no one was being brave. <laughs> if I wasn't being brave, it was a performance. You know what? Actually, your situation provided me more comfort than anyone in the night. I know, I know. You love to bring that up, but I'll, I I'll have you know, he only had the strength to comfort you because I was comforting him. Okay, and I we I left that night and I said, if something bad ever happened, I would step up to the plate and I would do something about it. And that is what I learned <laughs> about myself at Halloween Horror Nights. Hello, and welcome to Urgent Care. Halloween Horror Nights, human centipede of reassurance. <laughs> 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 this is a podcast. This is not just a place where two people talk. Okay. Well, it is. No. <laughs> yes. Mitra, no. What else do we do? We work hard. We work so hard every day. Well, actually, to be fair, we do sing sometimes. So we it's do not sing. just talking. It's not no just one, talking. No one asks for the singing. No one wants the singing. No one encourages the singing. They're begging us to stop. stop. But we do sing. We do sing. So and we honestly, don't just talk. There's a good amount of pantomime. That happens on the podcast. There's a lot. There's a lot you don't see. A lot of stuff. And (laughs) are we recording for as sort of like a YouTube feed that a lot of podcasts do these days? No. Sort of. No, 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 no. I don't want you to see what's going on. You would be so horrified if you saw what was going on on either side of the camera. Not a visual medium. Not a visual (laughs) medium at all. Can you imagine if they saw what we were doing? Disgusting. Just me, like... (laughs) fully nude you, you do love to show up to the podcast shirtless <laughs> I, because i'm in my home i and know I'm most comfortable without clothes on i will say i've never gotten used to it every time you pop up shirtless i go oh <laughs> joel shirtless <laughs> and she screams like she screamed at halloween horror nights yeah i did scream a lot. i was really scared um anyways this is an advice podcast yes um, it's an advice podcast. People call in, they write in, we give them advice. Um, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but if it's bad, it's the point. Yeah. <sighs> Anything else? Anything else I should cover? Um, hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, and then um, I'm Mitra Johari. Yeah, you're Mitra, I'm Joel. And so. that's always been true. Since the beginning of this podcast, the one constant has been that you are Mitra and I am Joel. We've never changed that part of the podcast. I know. And after 100 episodes, don't you think we should? Maybe. One, one, just one episode where we, where we give advice as each other. Yeah, I think that <laughs> would be really funny. <laughs> Hi, guys. You know, I sort of speak at that <laughs> octave. <laughs> and, what, and you do me now. It's offensive and gay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Joel Kim Booster. Mitra! Sorry, I'm a really good impressionist. <laughs> Make me sound like a cartoon cat. <laughs> no, I would. I would just go um, break up. Yeah, you show up shirtless. Yeah, um, and you vape tell everyone to break up and tell everyone to break up. Tell everyone <laughs> to break up and vape. Yep, those are the three things about me. I want everyone to break up. I'm shirtless and I'm vaping. <laughs> It's actually I mean, weird to be here in a shirt and not vaping right now. I'm so proud. We're going to quit in November. We are going to quit. The collective we. Like everyone it. who vapes is quitting in November. We decided. That's great. Yeah. I love that. I love I'm that. I'm not quitting. I'm never quitting. I'm never you have quit. to quit. 
You're yeah, not going to have to pry that thing out of my cold dead hands. No, it's because it's perfect because now you're guaranteeing that I'm going to get to sing at your funeral. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, stage time. Anyways, <laughs> I'll do anything to preserve stage time. How are you, Mitra? You know, how the hell much, are you? Sorry, if I say thank something you, that people, was really confusing. People for me. will get mad. It's really confusing for me. Um, much better than last week. Last week was a, a, a low point. <laughs> I, you know. I think, see, I think we're taking a little break after this episode, if I remember correctly. So I am glad that we uh, are getting an, an opportunity, <laughs> that I get the chance to say <laughs> things are a lot better. <laughs> um, yeah, other, I mean, other than, other than things just in my personal life uh, resolving nicely, um, there's not a whole lot to report. Um, I did... Um, go to the dentist for the first time in oh, over five God. years. I know that's so boring, but like I just have such a hard time with stuff like that. And I feel like part of um, like, I've been really trying hard to like take better care of myself in the past couple months. And one of those things has been going to the doctor and going to the dentist. And I went to the doctor today. I went to the dentist yesterday and it's been a long time since both again, most boring thing I've ever said in my life, but that's yeah. what I'm doing. And did I tell you that I'm thinking about taking a glass blowing glass? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not like it's not glass blowing is not going to be the new pottery but i sure. want to take a workshop i want to take a work i want to make like a cup somehow it's worse that it's just somehow you saying the sentence i'm going to take a glass blowing workshop <laughs> is the worst thing i've ever heard yeah um, yeah i know <laughs> but, but, but so on brand you have your things i have my things <laughs> literally if I, literally me like Hey guys, it's Mitch Shahari. I'm going to take a, a glass blowing workshop. Is something I would say to make fun of you as you. <laughs> I know it's all folding in on all itself. The fun out of it. yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I it's know. so interesting that I vape, which inhale in, involves inhaling, and you are going to be a glass blower, which involves blowing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so sort of two sides of the same coin always. That's why we work as a duo. <laughs> Well, and then, so I, I started watching, this was after I could, uh, after I hit up the glass blowing people, I started watching that show on Netflix, Blow, uh, Blown Away. Um, and it's all about glass blowing and it's so, okay, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. We've got plenty of time. It's, it's, I think it's really beautiful. There's so much like partner work that has to happen on the show and I didn't, that has to happen with glass blowing. They all have to like... <laughs> it's so collaborative. <laughs> I mean, uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. I find that the show is geared a little too much towards competition, and I don't love that. But I do enjoy the the art form. Okay, Wonderful. Joel. I'm so thank glad you. You're feeling back to normal. <laughs> I know you're going to rue the day. Like, you, you so discord in my life just so yeah. that we can have fun on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I will say last week we had so much fun and it was because both of us were feeling so miserable. I know. Um, and now both of us are feeling great. Like I've I never know. felt better in my entire life. And I oh. feel like this episode is going to blow chunks because of it. I feel great because look, people know what you, you know, what you're going to get with me. <laughs> you're going to get a dumb craft and you're you're not going to get you're not going to get much more than that. <laughs> you carry the, a lot more weight, I would say. <laughs> That's not true at all. Up top, up top for sure. Every single week you are so vulnerable and so real and then I'm like I watched Housewives and made a cup. Yeah, and, then, and then later during the edit, you're like, actually, can we cut out the part where I talked about making a cup? Um, I, don't feel, I don't feel comfortable with them knowing that I made a cup this week. And it's like, <laughs> if you guys knew the shit we cut out of this podcast, oh my God. Joel will be like, like, say something that like is jail worthy. <laughs> and, uh, and like, and then I'll be I'll be like literally like, you know, I went to the grocery store and I bought lettuce and I'll be like, well, I got to cut the thing where I say what I bought. That's too personal. I'll just, yeah. just say that I went to the grocery store and then I'll be like, Joel, do you want to get rid of the thing that's going to send you to prison? I literally like, come in it, here and I'm like, it. yeah, guys, I, I decided to stop fucking college students. Um, <laughs> I'm only fucking people okay. 21 and over now. Okay. <laughs> 
And like, I listen to that back. I listen to that back. It's as though I I hear nothing. And I'm just like, yeah, that seems right. That seems good. That seems That's like great. fine. And then a week later, you're like, <laughs> it's really like, like a week or two later after the thing has come out where it's like, wow, like I feel like I shouldn't do that. It's like, <laughs> but then you have that revelation while you're on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Rehash the thing. <laughs> So the cycle continues. Incredible. Um, Joel, how are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I think the sinus <laughs> infection is still in my brain. Um, great. So great. <laughs> so great. I'm doing great. But it feels better. It feels better than it did last week, certainly. Um, I don't know. Like, my life is pretty steady. It's good. Um I don't, I'm trying to think, like, I had, like, one thing because I was like, oh, God, she's going to ask me how I am. I'm going to have to say something funny and, like, you know. Here I am. Oh my god. Um so this is going to come out after Halloween and I'm I'm just today got the last piece of my costume. What are you going to be for Halloween, by the way? Andre Agassi. Okay. The tennis player. Love that. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Yeah, of course. Okay, great. <laughs> I couldn't tell yeah, if he you dated were like Brooke Shields. Yeah. Yeah. Is wait, going as Brooke Shields? No, he's um guess what he's going as? Joker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. My boyfriend, oh, yeah. whose entire personality is liking The Dark Knight. Yeah, he's going as Joker. Interesting. And he's never gone as the Joker before? I actually don't know. Um, he, he, he said his thing is his big twist is that he's the Joker, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really know if that's manifesting in the costume at all or just in like his mannerisms throughout the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm being Andre and I'm being him uh, with hair, like when he was wearing the wig. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you being? I'm going to be um, slutty Princess Diana Beanie Baby. No. <laughs> Wait. And is the Diana Beanie Baby like it's an purple. animal or is it her? It's, no, it's not. It's not her. It's a purple bear with a white rose on the chest. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. I have seen And a seen little this. purple ribbon. Oh, yeah. wait. They sell for $50,000? $50,000. Yeah. $50,000. A pardon? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? It's wow. crazy. Okay. I, I, I'm actually kind of surprised that they have held up that much. And I'm pretty sure my mom had one when I was growing up, but like, I don't know what happened to it. We One time, I remember that like we got in so much trouble, my brother and I, because we placed all our Beanie Babies around the house and then pretended to hunt them. And then we took a <laughs> Sharpie and drew circles on the Beanie Babies where we sh- where the bullet wounds were. And wow. I was like, now these are worth nothing. Kids are so scary. <laughs> <laughs> that is so frightening. My sister, she listens to the podcast, so she'll be happy to get some vindication. When I when she would upset me, I would behead her Polly Pockets. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, the heads just popped off. It wasn't like <laughs> oh. it was easy to do, but I <laughs> but it's still scary. It's <laughs> yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to slutty Princess Diana Beanie Baby. So wait, what are you doing? Like, how is that happening? Like, what? Um, like, what? Like, what is? What are the I'm pieces wearing, of the costume? I'm wearing the same purple lycra shorts that I wore last year when I was a mouse, and the year before that when I was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> um, and I'm going shirtless. I'm drawing a white rose on my chest. Okay, um, cute. I have the Beanie Baby tag that I'm going to put in my earring, and <gasps> I like that. Ribbon. Um, and uh, bear ears that may or may not actually adhere to my head because they're like little hair clips and my hair is very short. So we'll see mm. if the if that part of the costume comes to fruition. It might just be for the gram and then I'll leave it at home. Seems um, stressful. It is. It is stressful. Have little head, they'll have little things you have to worry about. Um, but a very cute costume. I know. I know. It's crazy. Anyways, ugh, guys. Chelsea, are you to- dressing up? Need to know. I was thinking about it right now. I don't know. Girl, it's it's Wednesday. Halloween is on Friday. I know. Can you just go as hot? Do you have to be a hot something? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's essentially what I've been doing year after year. I hate costumes. And the situation loves costumes. That checks and out. So, I know, but it, it's so, I'm so glad he's going to be out of town because, like, I'm just not ready for him to see how lazy I am in a costume. Um, cause he's going full, full out. Like, oh, it's really disgusting actually. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think it's also like, ugh, whatever. So you don't know what you're going to be. You're just going to be hot. What's, 
I'll be whatever you guys. I haven't thought about it at all. I haven't um, gone. Oh my god! You the power. should go as. Um, you should go as a hot Applebee's waitress. Um, be um, Grimes walking down the street reading the Communist Manifesto. Mm-hmm. That's easy, actually. Oh, good. I'll see what I. I'll see what I can throw together tomorrow. Um, just okay. get it. Just buy a bald cap and be hot Jeff Bezos. That's pretty funny. And just do a little. <laughs> Yeah, I used to do a lot of stuff like that. Like, I had a little lion head and uh, some scrubs one year, and I was like, I'm a lion who's also a med student. You know, you can do whatever you want. I don't even remember the last time I, like, proper dressed up. I'm really excited. It came I was together. A, I was a slutty minion one year. <laughs> I, was, I like that. I was oh, slutty I Laura Dern one year. You don't really do like anything. Slutty minion. Slutty. Yeah, be a slutty minion. It's fun. Um, do you have the clo- Do you have a minion costume? No. What did you do? I just got welding goggles, some suspenders. Um, okay. Okay. And that was it, really. Be some yellow um, shorts, maybe. Be Camila Cabello, Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. Actually, just be something. Just be be really confusing. Just be like, I'm hot. You know, I'm hot. Sean Mendez. You know what you could do? You could be the um, Fifth Harmony work from home music video. <laughs> yeah, that's really easy. That's a good one. Um, just need a power tool. We have lots tool. of options here. Yeah. yeah be, just be, be a power, be a hammer. <laughs> be that's a not hammer. a power tool, but just be a hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sexy hammer. We love it. Anyways, let's get on to the pod. Okay. okay. Um. So do we want... Uh, we have a cup date. Um, I sort of just retweeted a compliment here. Do we want to do this? <laughs> I thought it was nice to have someone celebrate that we did 100 episodes, but now I'm yeah. like, okay, let's just do it. You put it in the doc. Let's just do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you put it in the doc. Keep, we should keep all this in. <laughs> uh, hi, longtime chef. Uh, I'm honestly, I just listened to the 100th episode, and my question is truly, how did we even get to 100 episodes? I feel like, has this been the entire quarantine? This is my... And it's just crazy. Honestly, phenomenal podcast. Really has gotten me through a lot. 100 episodes worth of shit. Um, appreciate your time. Thanks. Love the chat. Love the, love the time. Good time. Long time. 100 episode long time. Appreciate <laughs> it. I am not a bisexual woman, but, you know, this is the ridiculous... This is, I cannot believe you guys got through 100 episodes. Incredible work, honestly. This is my favorite podcast. Thanks. Okay, I have to say, I li- when I listened to this, like I, I the the first like five seconds of this, I was chilled to the bone because I was like, oh my god, this person's gonna be mean. Like the tone of their voice felt so sarcastic, and I was like, the whole time I kept waiting for it to turn where she would be like, "Gotcha, bitch, you suck." Um, <laughs> She never got there. It just stayed nice, but it stayed in this very aggressive tone where she's like, I can't believe you guys made it to a hundred episodes. I it's mean, really I loved sweet. every second of it. But. I feel very seen by it where it's like, you really like, it didn't seem, I didn't think you guys had the capacity to carry on, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but very sweet. Um, thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> That's all. That's all you the cupcakes this week. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we will get into your calls and emails. And we're back. We have an email. Dear Heather's Management, I'm a 28-year-old lady in a long-term relationship with a man I love deeply. We have lived together for a couple of years, and it's been great. The problem is that I am so, so very tired of the city we live in. It sucks. My partner is aware of this and we have talked about moving somewhere else together someday. For reasons that I understand and respect, he is not ready to leave yet, whereas I have been dying to get the fuck out for a long time. He says he will be ready someday, just not yet, and I believe him. He proposed the idea of me going off on my own, us staying in a long-distance relationship, and him joining me when he is ready. We've seen each other through much darker hardships than that, so I have faith that we could make it work, but still the idea of going from... Seeing him in my home every day to living in a different state, maybe across the country, makes me sad. I know that getting out of this town would be good for me and by extension the relationship, but I want to get to a place where I could be excited about the idea instead of just being sad knowing how much we'd miss each other. Any ideas on how to transition from cohabitation to long distance? With warm regards, sit on my face. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So she's traveling. She's got to get out of town. She's a she's a nomad. Magellan. Um, 
Magellan. Um, um, a Sistopher Columbus. Sistopher <laughs> Columbus. Sistopher Columbus. I love my it. strong comeback after not coming up with any of the names last week. <laughs> no, you you did you did come up with half of one of them last week. I was listening. Aw, um, thanks, Joel. <laughs> I, got back. I got your back. Um, <laughs> So this is um interesting. I don't I would never willingly be in a long distance relationship again. Mhm. I mean I thought about this a lot. I think because I do understand like the feeling of I mean first of all, totally understand hating where you live. <laughs> like there's I I I think um for me the key to this, to, to being excited about the idea is, and I feel like this is maybe so obvious, but I, is to pick a city that you're really excited about, like just on paper, somewhere that you've always wanted to live, like, like really spending a lot. Like if, if you want to be excited about where you're going, you have to spend a lot of time figuring out a city that like, what are you looking for in a city that you are not getting from the city that you currently live in? Like, not just a reaction to like, I hate the city. I want to live anywhere else. Like if you're living in like a place, like a concrete jungle, do you want to live in a place where you can like go hiking every weekend or something like that? Pick a place that like answers the things that you are not getting from the place where you currently live so that you, and things that you can do on your own that excite you and things that you can do with your partner that excite the both of you together when he is able to visit. Yeah, I think that's really smart. I also think that like what I uh, like the only thing that really like kept me going uh, long distance over the summer was knowing that there was an end date to it. And I, I know you can't really have that right now, but I, I'm assuming that you're working remote. There's no mention of like work or how your job fits into any of this. So I assume that mm-hmm. like, that's not a barrier to where you're moving by any means. So I would say like, maybe do like um a long-term like uh, vacation almost like go for two weeks a month to a city like plop down and see how you feel and see how that works for you guys for a month and then like do that and then like um, or even like a longer like three month stint or something like that and then come mm-hmm. back and like check in and like see how you're feeling and like give yourself some time to experience that with a end date so that that will really alleviate I think some of the anxiety about being long distance for a while as if there is an end date that you have created um, mm-hmm. because you're, he's, it doesn't sound like he's in a place where he can give you one quite yet for himself. Um, right. But I, I also think like, I don't know, be, pre- it just seems crazy to me that like you would do this without him having an end date. I think it's a bad idea. Yeah. But I mean, I think like, I think you should break up. <laughs> yeah. Um, drink. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it sounds, it sounds really hard, but like you really believe in the relationship and like you, like, I, I do think like if you're not able to have an end date, you at least need to like figure out like a schedule that you stick to for visiting each other and really, really do that. But I think I, I do understand, like, of course it, I, I think like you both just have to be really excited about the city that you're going to. Like to me, like that is so key, like because he's got to want to leave the place that he's living at some point if if this is going to work. Like, yeah, I wonder what it is about the city you're currently living in that makes him want to stay too. I imagine it's has to do a lot with people and comfort. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing you could do is convince all of his closest friends to move to the city you want to move to. Yes. And then that... sort of leave him isolated <laughs> and alone. And then he'll, he, he'll want to move up his own accord. Or at least like ruin those friendships in some way. Mm, yeah. Maybe text from his phone and then delete the text. Yep. No trace. But then he's done something weird. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't want to hang out with him anymore. Yeah. Try to fuck all his friends. Yeah. I think I don't that. Know. I, don't, I don't know how that fits into the plan, but I think it'll feel good. I think it's, I mean, I'm not sure, but I think like it's an important part of any version of this plan. In order to make the long distance work, you have to try to fuck all of his friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> good luck, Sistifer. <laughs> really good. Okay. We have a phone call for you. Hi, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. So I have a problem that I'm hoping you can help me solve. So I live in a condo, um, and I have upstairs neighbors. And my upstairs neighbors 
have recently bought a piano, um, and they love to play this piano, um, and they play it all the time. They play it at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. They play it at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday afternoon, and it's nice music. They're good at playing piano, which is great. They're not learning, um, but it's constant, and it's so loud. It sounds like it's in my own living room, and so my question for you is if I can ask them to not play the piano and or play it more quietly. I'm super non-confrontational. I don't want to tell people that they can't play or practice their musical instruments in their own home. Um, that seems unreasonable. But also, um, it's just all the time. And it's during work calls, and it's when I'm trying to just sit quietly and read a book or watch a movie, and it ruins, like, the whole vibe of the movie, that kind of thing. Um so I looked it up and like they have like piano muting like techniques of like put a rug under it or like you can buy certain things to put on your piano. But uh I just don't know how to ask and if it's okay to ask. They don't play it like at 2 a.m., but they play it like throughout the entire day um, and it's really loud. It, it's really, really loud. So, um yeah, just wondering like what's appropriate for me to ask, if anything, of my upstairs neighbor and how I should approach the situation. Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh, and you can both, well, I'm married, so my husband might not, like, use it on my face, but, like, I don't know. I guess, theoretically, I would be down for it. Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh. Cool. Well, theoretically, thanks. Yeah. Okay, so this woman hates music. Um, who else <laughs> hates music? Sort of um, a Nancy Reagan type? <laughs> Footloose, but about music. Um, oh yeah. Um, let's see. Um, uh, apartment neighbor. Um, neighbors two. Um, <laughs> um, who's in neighbors? Uh, Annie. Um, uh, I don't know, but I have a funny story to tell you about neighbors two later. Later. Um, I love when it's later. Um, <laughs> Zach Efron. Um, <clears throat> oh yes. And Seth Rogen. Um, and Dave Franco. I, I'm sort of like going in, like, who's someone named Annie? You know, like, who's music related? Annie Lennox. Mm-hmm. Banny. Um, <laughs> so she hates music. Um, B- Banny Lennox. Great. Banny Lennox. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go with it. We don't have time. We but, don't yeah, have time. Yeah, I'm not pitching anything. <laughs> Banny Lennox. That's like a pianist. What or was it? Pianist instead of pianist. <laughs> but it's there's we don't know the pronouns of the other person. That's crazy. Oh, Jesse. that's true. That's really <laughs> crazy. Ignorant of me. I'm okay. I'll go away. For you to look at Banny Lennox and come up with pianist. <laughs> I mean, what precedent has there been in this podcast suggest that we like pronouns? <laughs> Insane. Okay, listen here. Time for some tough love, okay? Are you ready? Are you ready, Mitra? I'm always so scared when there's tough love coming. Why? Why? Let's hear it. It's always coming from a place of... Okay. I want to say this as kindly as I can because I love you and I want the best for you. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say this and, and, and please understand. That the words that I are about to leave my mouth no. are coming from a place of kindness and love. Okay. 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 No matter what you, what the words themselves may form in a sentence to be, the ultimate goal is kindness. Okay. Even if that seems crazy, remember after you hear the words that are about to come out of my mouth, that kindness is the goal. And those words are. Get a grip. Okay. (laughs) You got to tell them. All of this, like, what is appropriate to tell your neighbors? They're being annoying. They're being so fucking annoying. And literally, if I hear you say, oh, my God, is it okay for me to ask my neighbors to not be intrusive assholes? My God, get a grip. You got to You got to tell them. And now we know that that is the case. We know that you must tell them. But now we must tell you how to tell them. But and also, I think- real quick, I 
I, it's very possible that they have no idea that you can hear them because exactly. you haven't said anything like true. Like I, I we actually like, don't know that they're assholes. They're only assholes if you tell them and they continue to do it. Right. Like they, like I just feel like there are times like I remember one time <laughs> I didn't know like how loud I was like singing in my car, but I was in a parking lot of my apartment building when I was in living in Columbus, Ohio. And I was having a, I was going really going through it. And I was singing along to Adele before I came into my apartment. And I was like, you know what? One more song, one more song. And then I was just singing along. And then the sweetest guy comes out of the apartment building. He's like, Hey, just so you know, like we can really hear you in there. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, copy that. (laughs) And you know what I did? I just, I just, I went inside and I just didn't, I just didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was like traumatizing my neighbors, (laughs) but it, it just took this one guy being like, Hey, like we, we're here too. (laughs) And and you're, it's not, it's not what, whatever you think is happening, isn't happening. (laughs) It's actually, I think horrified as I was. Yeah. And and honestly, the fact that you've let it go on for what sounds like a long time, you're a little bit the villain now. (laughs) You are the villain. Um, And again, I say that with kindness, kindness in my heart. I say you are the villain um, for letting them, play their piano loudly like this for so so long um you gotta say um between the hours of nine and five you can't play it and then some later period you gotta say something i don't care if you slip a note under their door or you like see them socially and you say hey can i grab your number and then like text them get your husband to do it um but you must simply must as i said get a grip and tell them um Mm -hmm. because your life you can't live like this no. And there are really easy solutions and like get their email, send them a link to the like the cheapest Amazon piano pad or whatever. I swear to God, though, if you offer to pay for it, I will kill you. I will find you, you and I will kill you're you. You're not offering to pay for it because no. ultimately like this is the kind of thing that like if you want to be a real narc, you can like complain to your landlord, too. Exactly. So like you're doing them a favor by not doing that right away. Like just ask. Well, they might own this condo. It sounds like they may own. It sounds like they may be rich richie riches and own their condo and so in that case there must be some sort of association homeowners association or something but how do you know if they own the condo i don't know something about the way they said i live in a condo (laughs) is giving me the energy that (laughs) That, like everyone there owns their homes yeah got it um but anyways go to the landlord or go to the homeowners association if you have to um and yeah i mean Unless this is their livelihood, there's no reason they need to be playing piano at all goddamn hours of the day. And here's what I'll say. You know what? If if they don't stop, then you get a drum kit. Yeah. And you're going to be learning an instrument. And you play as soon as you hear that piano, you you get on you get on the ones and twos, baby. <laughs> yeah. And you blast them through their own roof. Yeah. If they do not stop in in the words in the words of, I want to say, FDR. Okay. This means war. <laughs> I was wondering, like, what FDR quote, like, you could access from memory. I was like, yeah. And it's, wow. this means war. <laughs> Really good. Because this will not Really good. You know, we don't talk enough about how much of a history buff you are. Yep. Nope. I love FDR and all the things he did. All the amazing things he did. (laughs) One of our bravest presidents. Um, And and another three-namer, just like you. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, that's where my interest began, quite honestly. Um, (laughs) I say enlist your husband to do this. Um, Enlist your neighbors. I'm sure they're hearing the piano, too. If there's neighbors involved, get on a group chat. You know, you love, love to you love to coordinate a group chat. <laughs> I love coordinate a group chat to talk shit, and um, in this case, I think it's warranted. So you got to do something, um, but it is absolutely warranted that you say something. Mm-hmm. So one more time for the rope, get a grip. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> we have another phone call. Whoop, 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 whoop. Ah! Hi, besties. Um, <laughs> I'm calling with a question that's mostly for Mitra. Um, oh my god. And that is that not only am I yes a 
bisexual woman, but we already knew that. <laughs> but apparently Urgent Care Podcast has also made me a potter mm-hmm. because in this time of COVID, <laughs> I did it. I, I went to a pottery studio and I took potting classes and now I love potting. I don't, I was like, I'm not very good at it. And, um, you know, the wheel, that, that, that is, that's some tough shit. You got to be strong to get that wheel. But, um, I'm doing like sculptures and some little mini pots and this and that. And my question though, and I guess maybe this is for Joel too, is what the, too late. what do I do with them? Like <laughs> I really love making the things. It, it feels so good in this like primal way. It just makes me really happy to make the things with the clay and then get the things back. But then I just have all the things and they are not good. <laughs> do, like nobody's going to want them. What the fuck do I do with all these things? Um, Nitra, I'm sure your pots are beautiful, but like I'm no Seth Rogen. Nobody, I don't, <laughs> I can't be making a bunch of vases here. Um, I guess Joel from a gift recipient point of view, I'm wondering <laughs> if you have any thoughts. Just like, what do I do with these things, you guys? Do I smash them? But then I'm just paying a bunch of money to make something and smash it. Maybe that's the answer. I don't know. But I'd love your thoughts and input. Thank you. Take care. Okay. What do we name this person? I don't know. It sounds like it should be a you thing. (laughs) (laughs) This person's a bully. First of all, we know they're not nice and they're a bully. This is um, this is my gift for everyone for two years straight asking for you specifically to sit on their face. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is my little treat after years of being invisible. Okay, so this person likes to alienate people. Um, 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 Sigourney Weaver. Um, um, okay, Pottery Wheel. Um, a uh, kiln. <laughs> we already did kiln in me softly. Um, porcelain. Um, mud. Mud. Um, mud. Um, they're by. What'd you say? I'm scared. I'm scared of Joel's retribution, but kiln the vibe. Yay! Really good! Yay! Killing the vibe. Yeah! Yay! Yay! The vibe. <laughs> vibe. Okay. Um, Great. Um. Well, Joel, you've received some junk from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. I don't know. What should you do with your shit? <laughs> Joel, what did you do with the ashtray? <laughs> Um, I mean, I used it because I smoke a lot of joints and it's a joint holder. Um, I think like if they're really bad, you gift them to people as a joke. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then when they respond sort of like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. You're like, fucking idiot. You think that's (laughs) beautiful? What are you, two? I do think also like, like, first of all, like... For for some of the like smaller things that I've made, I'll be like genuinely practical. I have turned them into candles because they're not quite cups and they're not quite anything else and they're a little ugly. But when you put the candles in them, they become like you make like when you put wax in them, they become something useful. So they feel like less stupid to me. So that's like one actually practical thing. But I do think a joke gift is really funny. But also people do need like little little like receptacles for like dumb like a little salt thing or whatever that you like you you pinch salt out of on your oven. And like there are just like it's fun to think about like what things can be also you can break them and like make little mosaics with the with the stuff yeah i i have to say this is not the only call we got this week about what to do with their ugly pottery and the other person was like well i could always make a mosaic but i don't want to do that and then they didn't say why they didn't want to do that i was like that sounds really fun and i have not thought of that um mosaic you can use them as little holders for your pottery items. Like I have a really ugly cup that I made that I store all my tools in, or you can put paint in them. Or um, I really think the idea of them using them as a joke gift is very funny. <laughs> well, also, listen, people are pent up. People are angry, probably angry with you because you're rude. 
<laughs> if you, you say rude things. So I'm sure people are frustrated and angry when they're around you. But I think you host a party <laughs> and you say, bring your frustrations, bring the things that are making you angry. And then you say, we're having a smashing party. Because oh my literally God. people are paying money to go to rooms and smash shit. It's very cathartic. And I think like you take your worst shit and you go out to your driveway and you say, we're having a smashing party. Everyone come and they get to scream and they get to put, you know, imbue this object with their frustrations and then smash it. That's really fun. I think that's a great idea. I think I, I think that's a great so idea too. Fun. Glass of red in my right hand, one of your shitty pieces of pottery in my left hand, <laughs> boom, clat. I think that's great. Also, on the ground. you should send them to Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to set up a P.O. box just to receive your pottery. Well, there is that one person who made the really cute mug of us. Yeah. Shout out to that person. I shout out to that mug. Fuck, I forget the handle, but it's so sweet. It looks really they cute. They know the- who they are and they didn't do it for attention from our listeners. Okay. The color was really cute. Um, and then uh, other than that, um, you also don't have to fire and glaze everything. You can just recycle the clay if it, you think it looks ugly. <laughs> also, <Wow>. just <laughs> I, I do that a lot. A lot of stuff I make looks really ugly. So I just don't fire it because uh, I know I'm not going to use it. But I understand that if you take a class, you want to come home with something. Um, but yeah, send it to Joel. He'll love it. <laughs> it's um, P.O. Box um, 6951 Fuck You Avenue, lady. Yeah, P. Sherman 42 All of You Way Sydney vibes, yeah. basically. <laughs> um, Anyways, I'm not really mad at you. I'm not really mad at the piano lady. It's all in good fun. It's all from coming from kindness. It's all coming from kindness. <laughs> Everything I say always comes from kindness. Um, please remember that. But I'm very happy this person is taking classes. Yeah, and I beautiful. loved all the pottery emails and calls this week. But we have to take no more. You, we can't get any for a little while because we, we've done it. We've we've taught oh, I, I, every every like six months. Joel lets me out of my cage, and I can talk about. <laughs> I can answer a pottery question. <laughs> um, but that being said, um, we do have to take a break. Yeah, we do have to take a break because I'm going back in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Mitra's safely back in her kennel. Uh, (laughs) And just to be clear, I love it in here. (laughs) It's very spacious. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. When I am in my cage, nowhere I'd rather be. You know that? When I'm with you, there's no place I'd rather be. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No no cage I'd rather be. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Can't wait to do our live show. Okay. Um, Email. Maybe when we're not doing the show, we do a live show in November or December. Could be so scary. Could be scary, spooky Halloween mode. (laughs) All right. We'll talk about this off the pod, I guess. I guess. (laughs) Should we plan it all right now? Yeah, let's do it. Um, Okay, I'll read this email. Okay. Hello, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. I'm a 23-year-old gay guy, young, living in Los Angeles (laughs) with a tough money roommate situation that I could really use your guys' help with. So about a year and a half ago, I was couch surfing while looking for a new place, and then my best friend and her boyfriend bought a house and asked me to move in with them, which helped me finally be able to stop couch surfing and made it so they would have some help with their mortgage. So it was a win-win situation. So fast forward to the present, and after living here together for almost two years, I was recently cleaning up the kitchen and came across a mortgage bill, which of course I looked at. And after looking at it, I realized that I am paying almost $500 more than they are a month. I have a smaller room, I don't have a parking space, and I do most of the grocery shopping for the home. So it doesn't make sense that I would be paying so much more than they are. And there are a couple so they're splitting the payment between the two of them. I never thought to ask how much their money monthly payment was because I didn't imagine I would be in the situation where I feel almost taken advantage of. So my question is, how do I bring this up? I don't want to tell them that I looked at mail that was technically wasn't mine to look at, and I feel like it would cause a problem if I suddenly one day asked how much their monthly mortgage payment is, but I also don't want to continue paying more money for less space amenities. Please help. I am so horrible with confrontation, but I know that this is definitely a conversation that I need to have, so any advice you guys could give would be greatly appreciated. I would offer to allow you both to sit on my face, but my antidepressants completely take away my sex drive, so instead, please enjoy this photo of my dog. Okay, really quickly... The face sitting isn't sexual, guys. That's no, it's not a sign what it's of respect about. in our culture. It's a, yeah, truly, it's like aloha. 
Aloha means hello and goodbye. Sitting on the face means <laughs> thank you for your help. How do you think we start and end the podcast? We each take a seat. Exactly. <sighs> okay, so what are we going to name this person? So, 23. Um, um, full house. Um, um, Aunt Becky. Tw- 23 and Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> 23 and Dupree. Okay, great. Um, okay. Um, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, this really sucks. Well, here's what I want to start. I want to start from a space of, again, kindness. Mm-hmm. And I want to present a scenario in which I, I, I do think you have to speak to them, but it, this might change the way you bring this up. Because here's the thing. You looked at their mortgage bill. I've never seen a mortgage bill. Okay? Mm-hmm. Don't know when what one looks like. And, but what I do know is that every 23 year old gay man is dumb as a box of rocks. No, there isn't a dumber person alive than a 23 year old gay man. They are some of the dumbest people. Out, okay. can barely tie their own shoes. The ones that I met. Okay. And so what I, I, I wonder, did you read the bill right, babe? Did no. <laughs> do you even know what the numbers mean? Okay. <sighs> Like, I question your math. I question your ability to read the bill correctly. Um, I just, like, if if this were coming from, you know, anybody else but a 23-year-old gay guy, I would be like, okay, I accept that. You're you sick. Know? You're sick. But this person, <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know. So that was where I would start. And so I would not come at them aggressively at first, just in case you read the bill wrong. Well, well, okay, Piggy, piggybacking off of that statement that I don't, I don't and can't agree with. <laughs> um, you could use that to your, like, you could just play it down and be like, "Hey, I like, I know this is like late to be asking, but like, can you like talk me through like what we're all paying and like if the, if they like make them make them like bring out the bill and show you what things mean or something like that." Like, but I. Like, first of all, like, I completely relate to this, like, just trusting people blindly. And, and yeah, you know, now, now you've learned your lesson. You will not do this again. You, you would not will. be the first 23 year old gay guy taken advantage of by their straight girl best friend. Because 23 <laughs> year old gay guys are what? Mitra, say it. 23 gay really? guys. 23 year old Re- gay guys are what? Young. No. <laughs> 23 year old gay guys are. 23. <laughs> You're acting like a real 23-year-old gay guy right now. Um, so, young. <laughs> sure. Um, no, of course. Of course. You're so dumb. <laughs> 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 woo, woo, woo. I'm dragged away. <laughs> Into a but- smaller kennel inside the kennel that you're currently in. <laughs> I I definitely made some dumb, dumb choices when I was first starting to live with people. I was not asking enough questions. I was just doing things. I got scammed, all that shit. Now, you know, you have to ask a lot. Like living with friends is complicated and you have to ask a lot of questions for even it to work out okay. And you have to yeah. make sure like you have to, it's, you can't just trust your friends. And like, you know, even, even if they, for even even if let's say you misread the bill, you still didn't ask in the first place. Right. So now you know from now on you have to do that. And to make this situation not friendship ending, you need to talk about it as soon as possible. And look, the time to have had this conversation would have been before you moved in together. You didn't do it. So now you just have to do it. You just have like there's no like normal time to be like, by the way, after a million years of living together, how much do you pay? Like but you just got to do it. It's awkward. It's not fun. And I wouldn't frame it as I looked at your mail. Um, I would just say like, I just like, this is so weird. I, I realize I never asked like, what is the, like, what is the rent? <laughs> like, what are you paying? What, what am yeah. I, what are, like, what am I paying compared <clears throat> to you? I think you could also do it this way. You could, you could go up to them one day. They're watching TV. They're watching game of Thrones season mm, they, four. Of course they are. And they love it. That's all I think straight couples do actually of this kind um you go up to them and you say oh and westworld i bet yeah oh yeah you put your finger in your mouth and you go 
I'm a 23-year-old gay guy, and I want to buy a house someday, and I don't know how mortgages work. Can I see your bill? I just want to see what a bill looks like. And then if they get cagey about it, you snap. it's not because of the performance that you just gave. It's because they're lying to you, and they know that they've done something shady. Yeah. And I, I bet they are. I bet they are. They absolutely are. And um, I think the other thing you could do is just cut and run. Get out of there. This yeah. is, these are bad people, my friend. I'm sorry, but they're bad. If your friend is overcharging you, that sucks. That really, really suck, fucking sucks. And like, it's like it's, the, you're paying 500 more than a couple. Yeah, that's no good. Who owns yuck. the house? Yuck. They own the house. They are landlords. And they are taking advantage of you. Being a landlord rots your fucking brain. Yeah. Um, it makes... Otherwise, normal people do evil shit like this, quite frankly. And I have to say, this is not your fault. It's not. Like This happened to me. When I moved to New York, I lived with seven other people in the McKibben Lofts. And when we all moved out, we found out that we, the girl whose name was on the lease, who was like, we were all technically subletting from, was making money off of us. Mm-hmm. Like we were all paying her, like basically she was on, not only covering her own par- portion of the rent, but also making money. Wow. Yuck. I mean, that sucks. I, and it, and like, yeah, all you can do now is learn from this experience and figure out if you want to stay in this living situation or not. But you do need to talk to your friend because it's going to rot your friendship. Yep. Uh, if it, if it, if it doesn't end it in the, like there, there is a chance either way that it ends, but if your friend is truly scamming you out of money, then GTFO from the place and the friendship, babe. Because um, that's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Good luck. Good luck. And guess and what? And yeah, we will be coming to sit on your face, asshole. <laughs> I mean, we're in Los Angeles. Yeah. We will find you. We will geolocate. I know where every 23-year-old gay guy in the city lives. I have a dossier. Because you tutor them? Yeah. <laughs> I teach them all how to count, past not using their fucking fingers. It's not your fault for trusting your friend, also. Yeah. No. Um, it's their fault for letting you down. Exactly. Good luck. Good okay, luck. we got one last email. Mitra, I think. Take, take it away. <laughs> take it away. Take us Hello? home. Land this plane, Maverick. <laughs> Hello, hello. Longtime chef, first time caller. I will cut to the chase. My roommate is vile. He is so loud and performs horrible music all the time. Original wants- music. Oh, what did I say? You just said music. I think it's important. Oh, sorry. He is so loud and performs horrible original music all the time. That is crucial. He once left a piece of soiled toilet paper on the floor. He is generally a huge loser that I find spiritually draining to interact with. Anyways, he has a girlfriend. Shocking. I don't have any positive or negative feelings about her. However, the other night I heard a woman's voice coming from his room late at night that wasn't her. I also have, <laughs> I also have sleep paralysis a lot. So <laughs> I could have been hallucinating since I was half asleep, but I'm choosing to believe she was real. LMAO. <laughs> Sorry. Choked on my own spit. <laughs> do I? <laughs> Sorry. Do I? <laughs> I have my eyes right. Okay. Do I tell his girlfriend? I ultimately don't care about either of these people, but would like to cause drama. I think <laughs> any and all advice is welcome. Wow. The the email that almost took my life. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've got a sleep per- paralyzed person. Um, mm-hmm. Um, uh, sort of an odd couple situation. Nightmare situation. on Elm Street kind of vibes. Yeah, um, on Elm Street, certainly. Um, um, Fre- Freddy Loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the boyfriend is, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure, for or sure. Or the, the sure, guy, sure. yeah. The- well, he plays a horrible original music, too. Sort of like another famous Fred. Fred. Durst of Limp Biscuit. Um, mm-hmm. um, Limp Hiskit. 
better or worse than Freddy Loser? <laughs> <laughs> we were riding so high two weeks ago. I know, but I I like Freddy Loser. <laughs> Freddy Loser it is. Freddy Loser it is. Fred he loser. Fred he lose her. Fred yeah, he lose be- her. Because he might lose his girlfriend. Exactly. So actually Fred he lose her. Pretty cool, if you ask me. We really landed on it. And um, I, excuse me, talk about landing the plane. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> we did it. You did it. United 93 We style. did it. We did it. Let's roll. <laughs> um, Wait, okay. they, didn't, they crashed that plane. I don't know what... Wait, oh, no, we're not going... We're, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and that's going to be a no for me, babe. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of opportunities to start drama with your roommate that doesn't involve like you know nothing. You know nothing. You heard a woman's voice in his room, which may or may not be a sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> OK, you don't know enough. Like, babe, you are in training wheels in terms of starting drama here. Okay? Like it is not fun to be in the middle of the breakup of the person you live with. No. And it, so if you're going to do that. You had better know that the girl in question is not a sleep paralysis demon. (laughs) It is crazy that like the the drama you want to start is something that like you would be directly involved. Like if you're going to tell her, it's got to be you got no fingerprints on it. Send her and like create a burner account on Facebook (laughs) and send her a message that says, I think your boyfriend's cheating on you and then leave it at that. There you go. I mean, look, like. More importantly here, move out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that it's hard to move, but what the hell? Like <laughs> this, this dude sucks so bad. You have to leave. But I would say your living situation isn't going to get better if you get involved in your roommate's dating life. No. Certainly, no. um to start drama for the sake of drama we we love that but within your living space with someone you already hate no me don't know i don't no, think no. so it doesn't sound fun yeah. there's there's fun drama and then there's like scary drama <laughs> but it's, it could be a great way to get a song written about you a an, horrible, a, horrible song. An amazing original song. Um, <laughs> what yeah, with like like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> and the woman, the woman in his room late at night was Taylor Swift. They were writing a song. Yeah, maybe they were collaborating. Maybe they're yeah. collaborating on music. Ever uh, heard of it? Yeah, I, I get your impulse here, but I just think you got to wait for your, your moment, bud. And I think there are other ways to make your roommate's life less fun that don't involve doing this. Yeah. Like put shitty toilet paper all over his room. Yeah. Have put like, um, like a cup of, um, milk under his bed and let it rot. Yeah. yeah, How about that? You know, in college (laughs) to get revenge on a girl, we put an open can of tuna at the bottom of her laundry hamper. I remember you talking about, because wait, and did you live with this person? No. Oh, okay. So it didn't impact you. No. And did she find out she that was it was She was an RA, me? I think. Um, no, never. Amazing. Okay. I mean, well. if she listens to the pod, maybe she, maybe it's gotten back to her. But yeah, because we have legions of fans. I will say that, like, I always tell these revenge stories mm-hmm. to my situation, and he's like, "That's actually horrific." Um, yeah, I think it's I feel so like funny. Every couple um, of weeks, you tell me the scariest story that I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, and it's like listen, like ears open, bitch. This is what's going to happen to you. Yeah, that's true. If you ever cross me. <laughs> we Aww. accidentally destroyed a girl's car in high school. Oh, right. Yeah, you're so scary. <laughs> but that's what you get for se- sneaking into the senior's composite photo. What? No. <laughs> yeah, she snuck into the senior composite photo. She was rich. She got a new car. It's fine. <sighs> well, okay. <laughs> really bad. Um, Joel, Anyways. <laughs> well, another, another terrifying week with my friend, Joel, <laughs> a real buzzer beater, scary moment from Joel. Um, 
you know, I'll pay this week. I'm happy to pay this week. We okay. took we took a pottery call and I talked about what I find beautiful about glass bowling. So yeah. I will gladly I think you pay time. for dinner. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely you must. Um, okay. We'll pay next week because it's not based on turns. Is that what? Oh no, it's we're not, not taking turns. turns. No, no, because you had a few weeks in a row where you yeah, were paying for dinner pay, because yeah. you, there was a lot going on. Yeah. Um okay. So thanks everyone for listening. Call us at 323-334-0371 or email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com to be a part of the magic that you heard today. (laughs) (laughs) Brain reviews on iTunes, five stars, or we will be so sad. Um, And uh, thank you. Yeah, we are taking a quick break. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't know when we'll be back. I would like to point out just for our listeners that this is not a break that we want to take necessarily <laughs> the starting drama um. starting drama this is not a break that we want to take um very, it very is some behind the scenes machinations that we are being forced to take a break but we'll be back sometime we are going to be doing bonus episodes which we yeah. are very excited about and they are um very very silly and i'm very excited for you to hear yeah. so those will be on stitcher premium um Thank you so much, everybody at uh, Earwolf. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, July. Thank you, everybody. And thank, thank you, you, Joel. Thank Kim you, Mitra. Booster. Thank you, Mitra. Here's some meat for outside your cage. <laughs> Black Snake Bye. Moan, Kim Richards. <sighs> and we got, we got one house for <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.